Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Tanya Holcomb, and I'm grateful that you're joining me on a journey to honor your story, reclaim your power, and answer your soul's call for greatness. With conversations on self-love, true nourishment, and natural healing, featuring transformative stories of divine intervention, unshakable faith, and living life untethered, you'll be inspired and motivated to release what no longer serves you, pursue what you truly desire, and trust your path. No, it is no accident that you've arrived here. You seek truth, activation, and empowerment. Your seeking led you to exactly where you need to be. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. I don't claim to be fully awake and have all the answers. I do claim to be on an incredible journey of Fiercely Awakening. The entire foundation of this podcast is to invite you to do the same. And right now, we are all being asked in our own unique individual ways to upgrade our systems, to take off our blinders, to look in the places where we previously weren't willing to look, or perhaps we weren't even aware of the blind spot. When we allow ourselves to expand consciousness, please remember the universal laws are always at play. The rhythms of life are always in effect and can be so beautifully summarized uh, in this little quote by Truman Capote. He says, all human life has its seasons and cycles and no one's personal chaos can be permanent. Winter, after all, gives way to spring and summer, though sometimes when branches stay dark and the earth crack with ice, one thinks they will never come that spring and that summer, but they do always. You see, every journey is just a journey of transformation. It's not and has never been about the destination. And just simply releasing yourself that grip around arriving somewhere, you will find immense expansion and freedom in just that alone. The journey is so much about healing and allowing yourself to expand and experience heaven on earth as much as you possibly can. But to have that, there will also be times that each of us are being asked to clean up, to free ourselves from limiting beliefs, from blocks, trauma, pain, to face our shadow selves. And all of this can and will likely be so unbelievably uncomfortable. But through this, through this discomfort, through this work, we find bliss. So let me say this a little bit differently. The awakening process is so often uncomfortable as F. There's a little love note circulating on social media right now that so beautifully says what so many of us are feeling facing, but perhaps we can't fully articulate but it certainly speaks to the spiritual initiation that I've talked about on the previous episodes. It's written by Leslie Dwight and she writes, what if 2020 isn't canceled? What if 2020 is a year we've been waiting for a year? So uncomfortable, so painful, so scary, so raw that it finally forces us to grow a year that screams so loud 
finally awakening us from our ignorant slumber. A year we finally accept the need for change. Declare change, work for change, become the change. A year we finally band together instead of pushing each other further apart. 2020 isn't canceled, but rather the most important year of them all. So if you find yourself right now feeling things that are being stirred up inside of you, I want you to know that everything you're feeling right now, uh, the intensity of what you're feeling it is truly a gift. Essentially, the best way I know how to explain this is you get these opportunities in life where something happens and it feels like the spotlight is shining right into you and it's shining right into the place where you don't want to look. But when we look at where that light is shining and we trust that that light is really not just here for you to see it, but for you to sit with it and to feel it, This is when we have these incredible opportunities for really amazing expansion and epic growth, okay? What we can feel, we can heal. And without a doubt, it is absolutely a a time of great confusion, of great chaos, of great pain. But I also believe that this is the greatest time in our human history to rise to create new realities. I truly believe the strongest apology we can make for our ancestors, for the mistakes that we've personally made, and for the wrongs that we've done and made for Mama Earth is change behavior. Or as the notorious saying goes, when you know better, you do better. So every time that you may think the work is done, or I may think the work is done, I promise you there's a new level, there's that new upgrade waiting for you, and with that comes a new devil to face. Up until a week or so ago, I was feeling really centered, grounded in my truth, but I've also been at this long enough to know that when I feel this, There's something that I'm likely going to call in to, you know, abruptly um, shake me off my pedestal and really invite me to go even deeper in this work. And this past week has 100% done that. I have been without a doubt immersed myself and allowed myself to sit with conflicting truths and heavy conversations around racism One of the comments that has served as my spotlight, you know, shining that big light in me um, that has been part of many of the messages floating around on social and everywhere else right now is that you are either a racist or you are an anti-racist. There's no in-between. I'm going to say this again. So what's been serving as my spotlight or my medicine, you could say, um, in this past week is the comment that is been in part of many messages that says you are either a racist or you an anti-racist. There is no in between. So it, it doesn't even matter if this comment is true or not. Okay. Like that is so irrelevant. What matters more than anything is what does this comment stir in your being? Okay. And this is going to be a different, uh, experience for all of us. 
And it's going to depend on a lot of different factors. You know, where we are on this journey, what part of ourselves are we going to be willing to look under certain rocks, right? But as I worked to digest this message, I found myself on a roller coaster ride of anger. It would seem to come over me out of nowhere. And at first, I brushed it off to my new naturopathic program that I'm doing because I'm doing some liver work and some hormone work right now. And I thought, well, maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just detoxing. Um, But when I would muscle test it from a place of truly seeking truth, I would find that there's no correlation between my anger and my naturopathic program. Well, then I thought, well, maybe it's because I'm stretched thin. You know, I have a lot going on. But I tend to be stretched thin, and I don't tend to work with this kind of anger. Like, this is like full body anger that would come over me. And, you know, it was very much you could see it, you could feel it. Uh, You don't have to be tuned into energy to be able to pick up on this. I could feel it, you know. And, you know, my husband would say, like, what just happened? Right. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what just happened. Like, it just like comes over me. Uh, but it just kept coming and coming like this is happening rapidly in a relatively short period of time. And the more I dismissed it, the stronger it would come back. So finally, uh, divine intervention, uh, came along and that often happens when you refuse to listen, when you refuse to stop, when you refuse to face, you know, the elephant in the room. We will often get put in timeouts or have intervention that puts us in timeout and say, listen, okay, listen to this. And this is truly a blessing. And I had, you know, a huge list of things to do. I had a huge agenda of things I needed to get done. And um, I found myself with our house was out of power and there was no storm. There was nothing going on. There, There didn't seem to be any reason for our power to be out. But our power was out and it wasn't expected to turn on uh, until that evening. And I just happened to not have any of my devices charged. Like I was so not prepared for a power outage. And I realized that this power outage was absolutely here to serve me. And it was here to give me that time and space to go sit with my anger, to go figure out what is this, what is happening. And what I found was that my anger was absolutely asking to be seen and not only to be seen, but to serve as a means to take me higher. My anger was rooted in the pain and sadness that comes from my lineage. Um, You know, the pain that my ancestors have caused people of color, the pain that I have personally caused people of color, whether consciously or unconsciously. This was this anger that I was feeling, this full body feeling was absolutely my medicine to create change. My ego, of course, you know, wants to hit the fast forward button to not take responsibility, to think what's going on right now doesn't have anything to do with me and just to keep moving on, right? With my own goals and my own agenda. But my higher self knows it has everything to do with me and it has everything to do with you. When we take responsibility for what's happening, it changes how we show up and it certainly changes the outcome. We each have strong conditioning in us and unconscious bias is a real thing. So even though I 100% know in my heart and in my conscious brain uh, that I choose love, but 
from the unconscious, the subconscious part of me, which is actually where we manifest the most from that part of me is saying, you need to do so much better. I have never faced the racism in my DNA. I have never faced the pain and suffering that my ancestors have caused again, that I may have caused unconsciously or consciously, but I know it's part of me. And I know this because that one statement stirred up so much stuff. Because while I don't resonate with being a racist, I can't claim to be an anti-racist. I have so much work to do and I'm willing. Because I'm willing to take 100% responsibility for what's happening right now, like that is my truth of all truths in all of this work right? It's like, if you want to be stepping into your power and feel what it feels like to be a co-creator, then it has to start with taking that hundred percent responsibility. And your emotions are the connection between your higher self and your ego. They serve you. They are here when they are used properly and you, and you start to really work with them and you start to transform them. These emotions help you raise your vibration in themselves. They help lift you higher. And if you feel defensive at anything I've just said or, or anything that's going on, I also have had times of feeling defensive. And I have to remember that this defensiveness that I, fe- that I feel um, is really a deflection from wounds that need to be healed and that pain that needs to be clearing. We have to deal with the anger and fear that we're feeling right now to prevent the story from repeating itself. And anytime, you know, anytime, not just right now, but anytime you feel anger, you first have to recognize where it comes from, just like I did. You know, I had to go sit with it. And oftentimes, you know, anger comes from fear. It comes from sadness. It comes from grief. It comes from a lot of different things, but it manifests as anger. We're really good at knowing anger. We're really good at playing that out, right? We, we've learned anger from the very beginning of our life of how to express that with our tantrums, right? And so we have this play out, but oftentimes we don't actually sit with it to understand what it's actually coming from. And so often we like to think it comes from something acute, right? Like me, I was thinking, oh, it must be because I'm so stressed for time or maybe I'm doing some detoxing. And of course, those could be relative, but not the anger that I was feeling. I knew that it was different. I knew that this was bigger, but I wasn't ready to go sit with it. I wasn't ready to go meet it and understand it. But then of course, you know, I got forced to do that anyway. So when, when we don't address these emotions, let's say I chose to ignore it. Let's say I chose to say, you know what? I'm going to go head to my mom's house and use her internet. I'll get this done, right? Or I'll figure something out. Um, and I just continue to just push through. What happens is that emotions that we ignore, that we suppress, literally poisons our bodies. And again, this all of this 
is a process. This is not a single event. And that's why I say the work is never done. We never really fully arrive, you know, and the same is true of clearing these emotions is also true with healing the physical body. And and I get so excited about healing the physical body, just like I get so excited about doing the transformational work because I, I see it as this layering process. I understand the complexities of us moving through these layers, of us moving through this work, of us listening to our body's communication, to us listening to the communication from our higher self, right? Like we have access to so much truth if we get quiet. So we are constantly peeling back the layers to our truest self. And it's absolutely essential that if you desire to connect to others, if you desire to connect to the earth, you first have to find that connection to yourself. And if you're not presently feeling anger like I was, um, you may have symptoms of suppressed anger or fear, and these symptoms may be louder right now. So maybe yours is manifesting differently. And so here's some other ways that it might show up. It might show up as fatigue or depression, um, you know, where you feel like you could just blow up over nothing, you know, something that's so simple and you just want to blow up over it. Um, You have a knot in your stomach, tightness in your throat. You feel judgmental of others or you have a physical pain in your body. You know, it's so interesting. I have had very few clients uh, that I've dealt with in relation to COVID, okay, very few, but I've had an alarming high amount of cases of UTIs and urinary tract infections are absolutely a manifest, a physical manifestation of feeling pissed off and, or a form of releasing anger and sadness is a close cousin to anger. That's that burning sensation that you feel as part of those symptoms of having these UTIs. And the body will always, you know, tell us when it's time or that it's time, I should say, to take 100% responsibility for your life. And and certainly that can always be a hard truth to accept. I've have I've had several instances where my body has communicated to me in a way that I wasn't really ready to face the truth of what that meant. Because sometimes it's easier for us just to believe that a physical symptom just happened, right? That a physical symptom is just because you, um, you know, stayed out in the sun too long or you're dehydrated or you, um, you know, like countless reasons, wore too tight a pants, you know, whatever the reason is. Um, but there's, always to some degree an emotional component of this communication okay so with the UTIs what's so fascinating is again there's an alarming amount of cases like I am talking about one every other day you know dealing with UTIs and it's it's become like wow like this is truly happening uh, really quickly and when I look at the, the the meaning of it again feeling pissed off or releasing anger And then again, that sadness is in relation to that burning sensation, uh, all relative to having a UTI. Now, I also 
don't want to dismiss the fact that money worry can be part of having a UTI. Stress related to both relationships and money have a connection to bladder issues, uh, particularly the idea of feeling powerless in regards to money and or if your partner has control of finances. So like those are all also part of the story. But um, when I sit with this, it feels so much bigger than what I just said. And it feels that what's happening in these personal lives absolutely feels more like a physical manifestation of feeling anger and feeling rightfully pissed off about the many dynamics that are unfolding in our world right now. And again, like this is bigger than you, right? We're talking about our lineage. We're talking about our DNA. We're talking about the stuff that came before us that we have inherited. And so it takes sitting with this to really understand if you are someone who's recently had a UTI, like please run this through your filter of truth. Like what is true for you? Is having a UTI feel completely physical to you and that's your truth? Like you get to have that. But if you're willing to look at the emotional uh, suppression of what this means, is it anger for you? Is it feeling pissed off? Are you, you know, feeling anger, sadness, pissed off about the world right now that's happening around us? Or is this more micro? Is this what's happening in your immediate family in regards to stress or money? It could certainly be that too. Christine Northrup says, uh, pay attention to what happened in your life and your relationships 24 to 48 hours before the onset of symptoms. So, you know, what, what video did you watch? What did you see on social? What are your pages being flooded with? Like, this is all relative. And, and UTIs is just one physical manifestation of anger. I didn't have any physical disruptions. I just felt full anger, <laughs> you know, full body anger. Like switch, a switch just went off and I changed beings, okay? Like fully anger. And <clears throat> other people may be experiencing these in other ways, right? Have, um, you know, pain that's coming up, that fatigue that just feels so exhausting, you know, there's depression that feels way heavy right now, or you could just have this consistent knot in your stomach, the tightness in your throat. Like there can be a lot of other symptoms of this, but I just find it completely fascinating that during a time when, you know, COVID has been on everyone's mind and I see and work with a lot of people, very few cases of that, but a high, high, high amount of UTIs. It's very interesting. So before we dive in to, okay, Tanya, I understand. Anger, I'm feeling it. Yes. What do I do with it? Okay. How do I work with this? I want to just take a pause and remind us all to get on the same page about what the body is. The body is made up of pure energy. Every organ, every bit of tissue, every cell of the body is made up of energy. All the non-physical aspects of yourself, your thoughts, your beliefs, your memories, your emotions, they are also made up of energy. So when you view this from an energetic standpoint, you can see that we can truly affect change and we can truly create a true and lasting healing by transforming and clearing negative emotions, limiting belief patterns, because it's like removing these energetic boulders 
from our energetic body to allow it to function more optimally. So you can suppress your anger. You can swallow your anger. We've all been taught really well how to do that, right? You can do all of that or you can allow it to become your wisdom. And when we allow our anger to become our wisdom, it can change everything. I know it has for me. Like I feel like I've just been like blasted open and saying, oh my gosh, you know, like, like there is so much more work to do. Like, what are you doing? Get on it, girl. Like you have work to do, right? So if you're feeling anger, I invite you. No, I urge you to release it. So it not only helps lift you higher, but it helps us co-create even faster that vision that we're holding for something radically new and beautiful. So when we go to release our anger, the first step is to sit with it, to feel it, to get to know it, to see if you can identify where it is in your body and to give it your full attention. And so for me, what I did was I went outside and I set up a little meditation station and I allowed myself to drop in. So get quiet. And I had to also give it my full attention, right? Like it was asking for my attention. It kept coming up and every time I dismissed it, it would come up louder and it would come up louder. Okay, and I still kept dismissing it. I know better. I just wasn't ready to deal with it. It was like I, I subconsciously knew it was going to be big and it was require a lot of attention. I'm like, oh, I don't have time for that right now. Right? And the universe says, you don't have time? I'll give you time. I'll give you a time out. You will deal with this. And when you sit with it and you start to give it your attention, you ask what it needs. You might want to ask, where is it rooted? Is it from this lifetime? Is it from a past life? Is it something that you've inherited? Do you need to offer forgiveness? And please know, when offering forgiveness, it's not about condoning what is done to you or what was done to you. It is really just working to recognize that you are taking responsibility of your life and you're willing to transform this energy. And you're recognizing that whatever this was, was done for you to help you evolve. So as you have that conversation with it, as you sit with it, as you start to understand it, you can go ahead and place your hand on the part of your body where you feel the sensation. Like, where is it coming from? Mine was like all in my heart. And when you put your hand on your body and you feel that sensation, you take responsibility for that emotion. Again, not because you necessarily caused it, but because you're taking that responsibility and transforming it. And with your hand on that body part and you feeling it, and you acknowledging it and you're sitting with it, you inhale deeply through your nose and every exhale, feel the sensation leaving your body. And it helps me to make a sound of relief. And I like to get loud with this where we're just allowing it to move from you. It can be 
You know, it can be however it can be. It can be loud. It can be a howl. It can be however you want it to be. And it can get louder and louder, right? The more that you feel it, the more that you're releasing it. But just make sure to inhale and exhale. And just allowing whatever sound, even as funny as it may sound or as weird as it may sound or as animal-ish as it may sound, like trust it. Just allow it to serve you. Allow that vibration of your voice to help move it through you. And after this exercise, sometimes this can be enough. Like sometimes you can just move through this and that can be enough. This certainly was not enough for me. I had to continue to do some additional exercises to help it move through. And so, but what this first initial phase does is it gives you that capacity to be able to do the extra work. Sometimes we're not ready to do the other things because our mind is so like, you know, like... We don't want to be bad people. We don't want to think that we've done something wrong. We don't we don't want to carry this stuff in us, right? Like it feels heavy, but yet it's here. And so doing this first phase of this work just allows you to be okay with it. It's okay. So the next steps is you can pick which one resonates with you. And so I just have like a list in my mind of things that I can do. And this whole journey you know, that, that we're doing together and that I work with my clients and in the untethered sister mind, we build out tools so that way we can move through this stuff faster. Like we don't want to suppress. Yes. Sometimes we're not willing to pause. Sometimes we're not willing to flex our perception muscles, but we have the awareness that we are stalling ourselves and we have the awareness to say like, well, how long are you going to choose to hang out here? Right? So Then we also have the tools to, when we're ready, to work through it. And so these are some of these tools that I specifically use um, for pulling out anger. And they can be used for other things, but they are like on my anger checklist, okay? So again, depending on if if the breath work was enough to move it out, if it wasn't, then you're going to pick one, two, three, or three or more things that you need to do to fully transform this energy. Okay. So, uh, the next one is to write a letter to yourself, to write a letter to the anger or whoever you need cleansing from and burn it. Now the letters must be handwritten. The letters can be several pages or just a paragraph. And it is so powerful to end, uh, to, to end the letters with this statement. I will no longer carry this debt for you physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. I love you. I bless you. I release you. I forgive you for everything I think you have done to me. Now, again, this can be written to you. This can be written to your anger. This can be written to parts of you. This can be written to family members. This can be written to ancestors. They can be living on this planet. They can be past. Like you get to choose whatever is coming through and asking you to do. Trust that. Like ask your higher self, what do I need to do? And then you burn it. 
the burning process is so profound. We've had incredible, incredible stories of transformations of, you know, um, just really deep hurts being burned, being, you know, completely changed of their energy and having just really miraculous healings of relationships, uh, to self and to others happen with this simple exercise. You can also burn pictures. You can burn, uh, papers that you've been holding on to that are, are toxic energy. Movement, stomping, dancing, screaming, howling. These all work. Very powerful. Uh, Mama Gina has uh, introduced me to swamping. And swamping, I just love it. Um, it's just a, a really beautiful uh, offering. And I have yet to do a flow-blown swamp, but I have felt incredible power with just doing mini swamps. Um, so her steps to swamping include, you know, setting set the stage by writing out all the things that upset you. So yeah, we could fill up a couple of pages easily right now, right? Like there's a lot of upsetting things happening. There's a lot of just corruption happening, you know, on so many levels. And then you cut out neck and arm holes in a trash bag and you pop it on like a dress. You put on loud music, find the music that matches how you're feeling and then she says, take inspiration from a toddler and embody your loudest emotion as fully as you can. To get rage going, try beating pillows or whacking a dish towel against a wall. Try rolling around the floor in frustration or sadness. Or lean your back against a wall and push your hips out using the wall to wrestle with. Move your body the way it wants to move. Don't be afraid to feel sound or look awkward. So this is swamping. And then she says, consider being witnessed in your swamp. Swamping is more powerful when done in the presence of other people. Mama Gina likes to rent a dance studio with her friends and have a swamp party. They move, dance, beat pillow, stomp, crawl, and roll around together. It's more fulfilling to roll around in the mud with others. So it reminds me of an exercise that we did on our retreat in Montana with the Untethered Sister Mind. And part of that was, it was the season of Halloween, so there was pumpkins available. And I had brought each of the women a pumpkin and they were asked to carry it around with them. And obviously carrying around a pumpkin becomes very um, annoying uh, really quickly and it be, it, you feel the burden, you feel the heaviness of walking around with a pumpkin. And so they, that was the phase one of the exercise. And then phase two of the exercise, after they did that for a while, you know, if they went to the bathroom, take their pumpkin with you, you know, you go here, there, you take your pumpkin with you. Um, we then had them write out, you know, everything that they wanted to release on that pumpkin and write their stories out, write their things that pain them, write everything that was asking to be released. 
And then around the full moon and a campfire, we had a smashing pumpkin fest where we just smashed those pumpkins and made all sorts of weird noises with our whatever was asking to come out, right? That rage, that feeling, that voice. And we beat the pumpkins, we smashed the pumpkins, we had a rock with pumpkins, and it reminds me of this. And it was so powerful to witness the energetic shifts that each of us had through that experience. I mean, it was truly one of those, you know, just really moving through some old junk that wasn't serving us. So, and it was beautiful to do it together and to witness it together. So I love that. And, you know, just reminding myself of swamping, I had told my team, I'm like, we need to have a swamp party. Like it is time to have a swamp party. So it is just a really amazing way to allow these emotions and or emotion to move through you. Um, I love this quote from Mama Gina. She says, when we push our edges and fully express the storm that is passing through our being, we experience ecstasy and joy. Such an emotional storm clears out the cobwebs. Everyone who witnesses us and swamps with us has, has the opportunity to clear out their own cobwebs too. The experience of moving powerful emotions through our bodies can take us to a place of power and beauty that we otherwise do not get to feel. It's the feeling of rapture, and it's just this exquisite way that the air feels after a generous rain. So cleansing. So this one's a little bit easier than swamping and requires way less energy, but it is also very powerful, is to cut up lemons, fresh lemons, and put them in a hot bath and allow those lemons to cleanse you. We consciously and subconsciously understand the power of lemons. We all relate to that. We know their power to detoxify and cleanse the body. And soaking in a tub of lemons is so absolutely cleansing to the body. And helps us create more space, right? Helps us create more space to be able to move through these emotions. The emotional freedom technique is a really popular one. I believe the emotional freedom technique, otherwise known as tapping, is an essential tool that we all need to have in our toolkit. It is not something that you can just, you know, pick up and learn in two minutes. But if you spend, you know, a half hour practicing, you can get pretty, pretty good at it. And then it's a matter of just practicing. And then you have this tool in your back pocket whenever you're in need. I've had clients who are having a full on anxiety attack and I just tap on them and work through those emotions. And soon enough, they're like, what just even happened? It may take five, six rounds, but it absolutely is so powerful to help us move through stuff. And the beauty of the emotional freedom technique is not only is it helping to for us to remove these emotions, but it's removing the imprint of how that emotion even came to be. So it's like phase one of removing the emotion. And I like I love to use it in combination with other things. Again, this these are the tools that you now will have in your consciousness where you can say, which one is resonating with me right now? Or for those of you who are part of Fiercely Empowered Mama and are learning to muscle test, you can make a list of these tools and you can test which ones are necessary for you right now to remove to move through these emotions or to move through this block or this this pattern or this belief system. 
The next one uh, is flower essences uh, or flower remedies. They are vibrational remedies. The vibration remedies are a form of energetic medicine that works upon the subtle energies of the fields of the body. In general, when we call on the flower remedies, we are utilizing the energetic qualities in the spiritual, emotional, and etheric realms. So essentially, when we take these flower remedies, we flood our system with positive virtues and it allows us to flush out the negativity and or again gives us that capacity. And so this was certainly part of my process. I am on a flower remedy. I am not missing my flower drops because it really does help me stay grounded and not get lost, right? Not get lost in the mess, not get lost in the heaviness, but allow myself to redirect and say, what do I need to clear? What is in me that's asking to be released? A bodily disease, when we look upon as a whole and the entire within itself, may after all be a symptom of some element in the spiritual path. That's Nathaniel Hawthorne. And I love this one too. Your body is your subconscious mind. Our physical body can be changed by the emotions we experience. This was from Candace Pert. So flower remedies, so easy. Dr. Bach knew what he was doing. And again, this is something that we're going to be continuing to talk about because it is something that's so easy for us to do right now to keep flooding our systems with that positivity. Emotion code is one of my favorite tools. This was part of my personal process uh, that I used with this anger. And this is a simple yet powerful energy healing method that was created by Dr. Bradley Nelson. And it's designed to help you find and release the trapped energies that inhabit your body. And when we release the trapped emotions such as anger, you allow yourself the ability to feel more love and joy. Remember, these ang- these emotions are here to take you higher if you choose to work through them, right? So <clears throat> I love the emotion code. I became uh, em- you know, an emotion code practitioner because I was so drawn to the work. I saw such profound shifts with doing it. And I teach, you know, the women in Untethered how to do it for themselves, the women in Fiercely Empowered Mama how to do it for themselves, because it is something that we can be doing for ourselves and for our family members as easy as picking up a magnet. Now, muscle testing is a beautiful addition to using this, but when you are identifying the emotion and you know what you're feeling and it feels aligned to you to help remove that emotion, my gosh, get to work, go ahead and do it. So you can look up the emotion code. There is a, a beautiful book. There's a, a part two or a second edition of the emotion code book by Dr. Bradley Nelson that I'd recommend reading. He, he literally wrote the book in a way for anybody to understand. <laughs> so he wanted the book to be so simple in, in understanding the power of energetic healing, the power of removing emotions that if you know it was bottled up in a in a glass box and went across the ocean that somebody could get it in a different country and not even know english right and understand it so like he really wanted it to be so simple that we could all pick up this practice and do it in our homes and not have to have any special training to do it 
obviously with all things, there's different levels that you can take the work, but certainly just having the awareness that this is available to you, that you can start doing this in your home, that you can start doing this for yourself, I think is a really good place to start. Uh, essential oils, you likely are familiar with essential oils. Uh, from an energetic standpoint, we can use essential oils for their ability to raise our frequencies. Essential oils are the life force of a plant and have the highest frequency of any natural substance to man. When we connect with this beautiful form of plant medicine, we are lifted up. Additionally, as we smell essential oils, the impulses from our olfactory nerves of the nose are carried to the limbic system and the olfactory center at the base of the brain. The impulses pass between the pituitary and the pineal gland and then to the amygdala. The amygdala is the memory center for fear and trauma. We can store so much there. And only odor has the profound effect in actually causing a response in this gland. So when we're doing this work and releasing, we can choose certain oils or blends to aid this response, opening and releasing, pulling it or and, and, and uh, essentially activating um, that amygdala, that memory center for that fear and trauma and helping us release that. So there's so many incredible blends uh, that I work with on any given week. You know, I have my blends, my, um, my blends for emotions all right in my office, which is also where I meditate, also where I do my uh, vaginal steaming, where I work, and I have them all beautifully lined up on a, a little altar-like uh, cabinet, and I just test which one I need for the day or which one I want to work with, and what I love about them so much is what I said in the beginning is that they really do help us keep our frequencies high. And I think that's so essential. Uh, a good cry, right? A good cry could be so healing. It's one of the most beautiful detoxes. So if you're feeling that pull to just purge, you know, and to release, like allow it, trust it, allow yourself to move through those emotions. And again, if you don't know what to do, if you feel stuck, simply get quiet and ask. Ask your higher self for guidance and just trust that message that you receive and then take that aligned action. The more times that you trust and take action, even when it doesn't make sense, or as I always say, especially when it doesn't make sense, the more you do that, the more clearer the communication becomes. So after you move through this release process, you also want to check in and ask your essence or your higher self what action you should be taking. And so this certainly, this message in this podcast today is part of my aligned action, but it doesn't stop here. You know, I ha am going to be immersing myself in learning and undoing what was done and working through these conscious uh, or subconscious, I should say, belief systems and, you know, really working through this unconscious bias and what might be there and what cobwebs do I need to clean up? So really working through this and, you know, um, just taking the aligned action that my essence is asking me to do to really show up to this because it is time. The purpose of being on earth is to bring more love into this physical world and 
to do this, right? To do this work, we have to shift to higher vibrations of consciousness. To create heaven on earth, it starts with me. It starts with you. This is an individual work that we do that creates the massive ripple effect. And this isn't about perfection. It's working constantly to substitute faith, right? To have faith instead of anger and fear and also being willing to go where your higher self is asking you to go. And when you get stuck, right? Like when you get stuck and where you, and you land in a place uh, like I was, like not willing to, to face it, not willing to deal with it, but then the universe puts you in a timeout, like listen to that, do the work, trust these little interventions are not trying to inconvenience you, even though that's what it feels like to our human self. Trust that it is for us. Trust that it is giving us more time. You know, honestly, now looking back at this, um, before the power outage, two days before, I had, um, wow, this is just coming to me. I went out to leave my office after a full day of clients. It was already a late day. And I um, got to my car and my battery was dead. And I had to wait an hour and a half for a tow truck to come uh, recharge my battery. And it was because of my anger. Wow, this is all coming to me in real time. Um, so that morning I had went to get, or I was unloading my car to take stuff into the office and the tailgate went shut. And I just got real mad. Like, it was like weird. It was like, I got mad real fast. Like it's one of those like explosive feelings of like, where did that come from? And I just slammed my tailgate shut like manually instead of pushing the button. Well, doing that, I had, it didn't completely shut right. And so it drained my battery. So when I got out to my car, my battery was dead and I felt just incredibly inconvenienced. But instead of stopping to do the work right then, what did I do? I went and filled it and took on, you know, went and called all my emergency care clients and actually had two UTIs that I dealt with during that time. So it's very interesting, but that was certainly you know, the universe saying, hello, <laughs> you need to sit with this. And I didn't, I just kept going. I just kept pushing through. And of course I, I have my morning time that I spend, but I looking back, I, I wasn't, I wasn't asking those questions. I was focusing on what I was grateful for and doing those stuff, but I wasn't, it was like, you have this beautiful morning meditation, but yet you're feeling, you know, overcome with anger throughout the day. Like something's not okay. Like that is an indicator that there is something that needs to be dealt with. So anyway, when you find yourselves in these situations, like stop, listen, surrender. And it's okay if it takes you a while, because clearly it still takes me a little bit to get the message. Sometimes it's okay. The point is, is that you get the message and you do the work. And I will say, you know, um, especially if you're just starting out in this, that it can be challenging to be around family at first, especially if they are demanding a lower vibration of you. So just recognize this, you know, this can be a struggle for a lot of my clients when they're doing this work is that, you know, their family is still expecting a lower vibration of them and, <clears throat> working with our families, whether it's on physical stuff, right? Like trying to make radical food changes or trying to make radical vibration changes, you know, that can be the hardest part, but I just urge you to keep doing the work, to keep showing up as you 
and trust that as you do this in all the ways, you know, you take an aligned action for you, which means that you are nourishing your body with the foods that are aligned to you, that you are thinking the thoughts that are aligned to you, that you are taking the action that are aligned to you. I can promise you that that is the invitation for them to step into this work and When they do choose to step in this work, because you've already paved that path, it'll be so much easier for them to get it. So keep showing up. One of the most potent sentences that I've ever read came from Dr. Northrop, bless her heart, and she wrote this, every woman who heals herself helps heal all the women who came before her and all those who will come after her. So please don't ever discount the work that you're doing to expand your consciousness because every single part of it, big and small matters, it helps create space and you are literally healing the lives that came before you and the lives who will come after you. This is why when you, if you're a daughter, you step into this work and you hold the note and you continue to show up, that you will find that you have your sisters or your mothers or your aunts that are now drawn to the work too and vice versa if you're a mother and it's and you're maybe late to the party right or you feel late which there's no such thing it's all in perfect divine timing but let's say you're 50 and you step into this work and you're like my gosh if i would have known this you know i could have been a different mother i could have done different different things like don't go there right don't go there because what you're doing is allowing your children to step into this work too. It is always the right time. You are always exactly where you need to be. So my last thought is if you are feeling stuck and you have these negative emotions or you have these feelings that you're feeling about what's happening in the world and it is heavy, right? And, And you are just wanting that extra support and you don't really know where to start because maybe some of this stuff is completely new to you, we do have flower remedies to help you shift through the layers quickly. And these are so critical right now because they really help raise the vibration of the planet because they help go within and they help clear and heal during this time. And it just completely amplifies the work for the collective. So for a limited time, our offering to you is that you can use the link in the show notes and I will personally review what you submit uh, on your form and muscle test a custom blend that your energy system needs for you right now. The Bach flowers work to flood our body with positive virtues, which help us shift out of the negativity and help us hold the note that we're supposed to be holding right now to help us continue to show up to the work that we're asking that's being asked of us to show up to so much love and light to you sending you big hugs beautiful blessings until next time thank you thank you thank you for tuning in today's episode if you loved your time with me please subscribe and leave me a review on itunes so i can keep bringing you the good stuff and then come say hello by joining me in our private facebook group love yourself fiercely cheers to you for seeking truth and fiercely awakening